And all his box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? And off his box, the box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox, Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor I'm Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday at 6.30. I just want to start by saying thank you to Sidney Pollack for the movies you made. Sidney Pollack passed away recently, and he also was a sometime actor from time to time. I guess that would make you a sometime actor from time to time. Here he is with a very important food cultural reference, Sidney Pollack playing an agent to the actor played by Dustin Hoffman in Tootsie. I can't even send you up for a commercial. You play the tomato for 30 seconds, they want a half a day over schedule because you wouldn't sit down. Yes, it wasn't logical. You were a tomato! A tomato doesn't have logic. A tomato can't move. That's what I said. So if he can't move, how's he going to sit down, George? I was a stand-up tomato, a juicy, sexy beefsteak tomato. It's 2000 Black. My right tomato, my right 
my tomato. You can't beat my tomato. That is, if you have the right size tool. Every nation try their best to pick that golden fruit. But the bush smile and say quite because now you never have your right size tool. My right tomato. My right tomato. You can't beat my tomato. That is, if you have the right size tool. My right tomato. That is if you have your right size tool. Oh yes, definitely. That is the Jolly Boys, or they are the Jolly Boys, and have been the Jolly Boys. They are the Jolly Boys. That is from their album Sunshine and Water, musicians from Jamaica, and that was Ripe Tomato. Well, there's Pandora's Lunchbox off to a sloppy start. I get so tired of things working out the way I want. So you heard that cut talking about a juicy, sexy, big ripe tomato from Dustin Hoffman in Tootsie. And then we have the just the ripe tomato, but I think it is juicy and sexy nonetheless. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. And an event from Food Gatherers is drawing near the Grillin' for Food Gatherers, the annual fundraiser to help feed people. By Rescuing Food is coming up on Sunday, June 8th, rain or shine, 3 to 8 p.m. at the Washtenaw Farm Council Grounds. There will be food. That's a big surprise. There will also be music from George Bedard and the Kingpins, the Ragbirds, and Michael Smith and the Cadillac Cowboys. There will also be kids' activities, a silent auction, and proceeds will enable food gatherers, says here on the website, to rescue and distribute more than 3.6 million pounds of food annually. You can find out about Grillin 2008 at foodgatherers.org. Speaking of picnics and summer did I say it was at the Washtenaw Farm Council grounds? Yeah, I thought I did. Speaking of summer and scary things and ants, that's a segue. Here's something you don't want to see in Michigan. These would be called the raspberry ants. I don't know if you've heard about them. I hadn't until recently. Sounds so nice, you know, kind of tasty. Raspberry ants with a nice raspberry vinaigrette. Okay, here's, here's the truth on that from the AP, the Associated Press. This is from Linda Stewart-Ball of the Associated Press, writing earlier this month. In what sounds like a really low-budget horror film, voracious swarming ants that apparently arrived in Texas aboard a cargo ship are invading homes and yards across the Houston area, shorting out electrical boxes and messing up computers. Now, that's a horrifying thought for Ann Arborites. The hairy, reddish-brown creatures are known as crazy raspberry ants. They're known as crazy raspberry ants. Crazy because they wander erratically instead of matching in regimented lines much like people at WCBN and people who listen to WCBN do, and Raspberry, after Tom Raspberry, an exterminator who did battle against them early on. Ants named after the guy who tried to exterminate them. Wow. They're itty-bitty things about the size of fleas, and they're just running everywhere, says Patsy Morphew of Pearland, who is constantly sweeping them off her patio and scooping them out of, in her, <laughs> and scooping them out of her pool by the cupful, preferably using a metal one-cup measure. There's just thousands and thousands of them. If you've seen a car racing, that's how they are. They're going fast, fast, fast. They're crazy! The ants, formerly known as Paratrinica species near Pubens, probably not, have spread to five Houston area counties. And here's the thing. They eat fire ants, which are the stinging red terrors of Texas summers, but the ants are also the ants also like to suck the sweet juices from plants, feed on such beneficial insects as ladybugs, and eat the hatchlings of small 
endangered type of grouse known as the Atwater prairie chicken. Not only that, they are attracted to electrical equipment. Okay, for reasons that are not well understood by scientists or anybody else. They have ruined pumps at sewage pumping stations, fouled computers, and at least one homeowner's gas meter, and caused fire alarms to malfunction, which is a public danger and needs to be addressed by the Department of Homeland Security. That's my comment. They've been spotted at NASA's Johnson Space Center and close to Hobby Airport, though they haven't caused any major problems there yet. It's not enough just to kill the queen, by the way. Experts say each colony has multiple queens that have to be taken out. At the same time, the ants are not taking the bait usually left out in traps. And so they're eating your equipment, eating your computer, and most importantly, they're crazy. This is what we're here about, to let you know about things that are crazy here at WCBN and Pandora's Lunchbox. And uh, let's let uh, the late Warren Zevon serenade you for a sec. The Hindu Love Gods, also known as the Hindu Love Gods, featuring Warren Zevon on lead vocals, and the three guys from R.E.M. that were not Michael Stipe, and they were the Hindu Love Gods, with their album titled The Hindu Love Gods. I'm sensing a pattern here, and that was Raspberry Beret. As Warren Zevon said, enjoy every sandwich, and that's what we're about here on Pandora's Lunchbox. Other things going on this week besides grilling for food gatherers on June the 8th, Sunday, 
Also, Dominic's has started showing documentaries, Dominic-umentaries, if you will, or not. Next Tuesday, uh, let's see, that would be June 3rd, we'll be showing Who Killed the Electric Car. In 1996, electric cars began to appear on roads all over California. They were quiet and fast, produced no exhaust, and ran without gasoline. Ten years later, the cars were destroyed. Hmm. Dominic's, which is a place where you can usually get food and things, is going to be showing documentaries as well on Tuesdays for the next few weeks. Dominic's is at 812 Monroe Street, and details are at 662-5414. Also, a whole bunch of food-oriented stuff festival-wise going on. Well, there's the Detroit Festival of the Arts in Detroit. I hurt my foot last summer, and that made me mad because I never made it to any of the great Detroit festivals, and this time I'm going to go there, and if I have to walk all over those that tarmac there and hurt my feet for good music and good food, then I'm a masochist. But Detroit Festival of the Arts is Friday, June 6th through Sunday, June 8th. Performers will include Miriam Makeba from South Africa, blues singer Guy Davis, the Slavic Soul Party, the Budos Band, Babylon Circus, and many, many, also many more. Information is at DetroitFestival.com. It's near the Detroit Institute of Arts, the Detroit Festival of Arts, from Friday, June 6th to Sunday, June 8th. And I remember this mango cobbler I had there once. And there wasn't a whole lot of mango left, mostly cobbler, <laughs> and the syrup and stuff in there. I was eating it, and a woman saw me and just started laughing and said, I saw you swoon there. So, there you go. And, let's see, a few years ago they had the sand sculpture based on Alice in Wonderland. So, you know, there's usually a huge sand sculpture at the Festival of the Arts and music, and there are those renegade makeup people there, too. So, that's that's going on. Keep an eye out for that one. Also, for the second year, the Yasu Greek Festival is back at the St. Nicholas Greek Orthodox Church on Sio Church Road. Food and music and stuff. That is Friday, June 6th, and Saturday, June 7th. There's a lot of things. There's just a whole lot of things going on, for the most part, and that's that's absolutely true. And we'll keep you updated on other things also that are going on. Culturally speaking, it's all animal crackers to me, frankly. Once there was a girl and she was right from the sticks. Just kidding. It's actually uh, Culturally speaking, it's all... A farmer's market to me. <laughs> Once there was a girl and she was right from the sticks. Thought she'd go out to the market one day. And hey, we should say of the town she was the toast. Really the most. We don't want to boast, but scars of would all surround a city. Sicker sure went out as she walked in the marketplace. What did she see? Crew cut and cute with a crazy goatee. What a blend. He was the end selling beans. Dressed in his jeans, what a buy she was heard to cry. I got beans out of bargain, little girl. Won't you step right up? Cast your eyes upon me where you will have no other care to be. No other worry there if you see the crazy fairy laugh when they clean and cook the crazy on the table. I got a fresh this very morning from the backyard and I picked them all myself. I hope that you would come along and buy my bees because well, what I'm trying to say is they taste so good. They taste so very, very, very good. Take advantage of a bark, come on and buy some. We got string beans, snap beans, lima beans. We got the very kind of beans that I would like to put right in your fresh jerk. Pretty baby, don't you see what I mean? They're the finest of beans, coolest of beans. They're the best beans that you could find in this or any other marketplace. 
What are you trying to prove with all your talk of beans? Yes, I know that they look crazy. But they're just beans. Only beans they will have to go because of something you should know. That though I think the beans are great, well, you can leave them off my plate because they're not my favorite dish. Hey, let me say, I am not the guy who's supposed to sell beans. It's a me to you Cause I knew that I should be your guy Cause baby let me try Once I was a drummer straight from New York To around the country with Wardell Gray And hey, we could sure say of the drums he was a toast, relief the most We don't want to boast, but All the crazy chicks were down him All the crazy bands were down him Then one day he met the one that made his head whirl He met married the same little girl What a blend, they are the end They're real cool, house with a pool Crazy scenes, blame it on the beans Blame it on the beans, that's good advice generally Enjoy every sandwich and blame it on the beans. I think you'll be set for life. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. My name is Mike. And that was Annie Ross of Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross fame, and also Annie Ross fame. And that was Farmer's Market, such as Farmer's Markets in Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti and all over the region. I should also mention, I'm going to find out more about this, but the Henry Ford Museum and Greenfield Village have a new exhibition starting this Saturday called Chocolate, the Exhibition. And I don't know if it's actually an edible exhibition, but it's worth looking into, perhaps. The Henry Ford Museum in Greenfield Village in Dearborn, Chocolate the Exhibition, starting the 31st and going through September 7th. That's important to know. And also, I should warn you, you've had your dinner. I hope you've sat down and eaten it, because now I need to talk about hair. Yes, I'm going to talk about hair. I went to, I I did a road trip last week. Uh, the week before that, talked about some of the events that happened to me in Kansas City, Missouri, including eating burnt ends, which was marvelous, and some also some veggie food, some also. But I didn't talk about hair, and that's something that I need to bring up right now. Because in near, nearby Independence, Missouri, there is a place called the Leila's Hair Museum. Yes, there is a woman named Leila, and she has a hair museum. Why? I'm a hairy guy. Excuse me, get out of the studio. Anyway, so Leila's Hair Museum. Right, in Independence, Missouri. This is actually from the RoadsideAmerica.com website because they couldn't put it any better or worse than I could, or something like that. The former hairdresser, Leila Cohoon, is a current member of the Missouri Board of Cosmetology and is an avid collector of hair. I've always been fascinated by hair. She says, it's my profession. I started in 1949 and I've loved every minute of it. What does this have to do with food? It doesn't. That's the hint. As a professional, Leila hasn't been all that interested in giant hairballs or the hair of famous people. Her fascination is with hair as art, especially the intricate wreaths of hair set in frames that frequently decorated Victorian homes. People don't know what to expect when they see the sign out front, she says, of her museum, but this is a serious collection. The collection eventually outgrew her home, and she rented an office a couple of blocks away in a business park. So here we have this Leila's Hair Museum. It just takes up about four walls. There's fluorescent lighting. It's not flattering, but she says hair is indestructible. 
and hundreds of framed examples of hair art fill the walls. Most are at least 100 years old. One was assembled from the hair of every member of a chapter of the League of Women Voters. Two were made from the hair of sisters whose heads were shorn when they entered a convent. A third is a woman convict's hair diary. All of her prison visitors had to bring her hair. Most of the others have similarly odd stories. An otherwise unspectacular example is a sentimental favorite, the first one that Leila collected in 1956. Leila tells us that most people mistakenly believe that hair art is a morbid memorial taken from the heads of the dead. She believed that herself before she did the research. In fact, the hair was clipped from the heads of people who were very much alive. She said it was a way of keeping track of families before the camera was invented. We still have the habit of saving hair when baby gets that first haircut. The braided hair wreaths are the main attraction, and they're actually really amazingly intricate. And I first it was only slightly creepy, and then I got used to it and realized it was really fascinating. So much detail in this hair. It really is something amazing. They also have hair rings, bracelets, necklaces, earrings, chains, bro- brooches, not brooches, hat pins, bookmarks, and corsages. And... This is something I thought was quite poignant. Particularly creepy are portraits with hair glued to baby heads. Dead infants, perhaps? No, Leila says. She points out that the dozen she has on display seem to be using the same couple of basic baby images as if it was a commercially printed hair-by-numbers craft project. So it's a craft thing. You get this this hair-by-numbers kit, and you put your baby's hair on it. Now, babies don't have much hair, so actually you put the hair when they're older, and you maybe add a bit of their blanket to it, too. I'm telling you, honestly, you need to go to this place. If you're in Independence, Missouri, you can check out the Harry Truman Presidential Museum if you want. And that's Harry. This is Harry. You know, it, I, I don't know. But check out the Leila's Hair Museum if you're going through Independence, Missouri. You won't be sorry. I would go again if I could have the opportunity right now to do it. Well... This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and I'm going to play a song now by one Sari Brown. goes something like this. One, two, three, four. I've seen you coming. You've been coming for a long, long time. I've been watching you, watching the ground go by. Ain't nothing flatter than the cornfields I call home Ain't nothing higher than the tree I'm perched on while I watch you come I want to travel with you, please take me on the road I want no place to lay my head, I can carry that head low I know I gotta get away from this country someday And there ain't no place I'd rather be than by your side Traveling, traveling, traveling I wanna travel with you and I know what this might mean I wanna give up what I know, I wanna know all that you think I feel like I am willing to go traveling Dusk can hardly wait Old feet and box projects And a little bit of your fate Coming back here Is like the saddest, sweetest song Cause I've been trying To stay away from this mystery For 
Sari Brown, and that's Traveling With You, and I've enjoyed Traveling With You, and will continue to enjoy that. Sari Brown is going to be, she's a former Ann Arbor resident, moved out of state, but she's going to be tomorrow at the Crazy Wisdom Tea Room, along with the Brown family, featuring the late-night traveling spirituals of the Sari Brown Band, jazz comedian and singer-songwriter Andrew Brown, and the R&B originals of pianist Doug Brown, all at the Crazy Wisdom Tea Room tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. in Ann Arbor. This has been Panda's Lunchbox for at least as long. I've been Mike. Just want to remind you about the Food Gatherers Grillin' event on Sunday, June 8th from 3 to 8 p.m. with George Bedard and the Kingpins and food and a silent auction and kids' stuff going on. Info on that is at foodgatherers.org. And just remember, enjoy every sandwich, and also listen out for La Chasson du Pain, which is the sound that bread should make when you break off a piece of a true baguette. Keep listening for that, and I'll send you off with this tune. Coming up in a moment, Jim Dwyer will help us to face the music. That's what he's going to do. In the meantime, here's Kid Creole in the Coconuts, and (laughs) it's all animal crackers to me. Yeah, this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Forget you 
crackers I can hold my breath and count to a zillion. I can fly. I can stretch and stretch for a million billion miles till I'm the highest man in the world. Yeah, well, I could become a giant robot with magic death rays. That's nothing, man. I can't be burnt. Like, I could eat flame and stick my head in an oven and close the door and turn invisible and count... Hey, will you kids keep it down in there? Your mother's got a splitting headache! And knock off that boasting! If the same old senseless posturing has got you ready to chunk your terrarium and start raising sea monkeys, hold the bus. You've got the bragging rights to the best mix of freeform music and public affairs. Right here on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor, 88.3, Radio Free. No lying. I can speak 12 languages and turn into plastic man. Well, I could talk to animals and turn into Stretch Armstrong and The Flash. I seen Star Wars and Planet of the Apes 8 trillion times. Yeah, well, I seen Tatum O'Neill naked. Yeah, well, I could eat 900 boxes of Count Chocula, and my uncle used to host Whopper Room, and he knows Count Chocula, Godzilla, and Bruce Lee personally. I got an iron neck. Hey, I thought I told you to keep it down in there. If I hear one more word, you're getting head cheese for dinner, and I mean it. I can juggle my 